Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who is not here. That is Matt Belanger Hello. from 5 Eyewitness News and DJ Rock Lobster. And we say everything, we mean everything. <laughs> Do we though? I don't know. Okay, uh, let's see. By the way, I just heard some uh, country and western music there, Donna. Yeah, Morgan Wallen. Nice. Did you go see uh, Chris Stapleton? No, awesome. I love him. Why Saw him before. Go, I don't know, Rocco. Again, with the schedules here, you two in your cal- your social calendar. You know what? I don't. I, if I, I, I haven't saw seen him, Donna I don't need in like to four days. I got I so much to catch oh, up on. Well, true. are you uh, following the guidelines for your low fiber diet for next week? <laughs> oh, I've heard about this because, um, oh, by yeah. the way, I have not created the open yet. See, Donna's doing a colonoscopy on a Friday. I'm doing mine on a Monday. Oh, my We're calling goodness. it Long Butt Doctor Weekend. We're going to have an open called, We're going to share a long butt doctor weekend. It sounds like the doctor has a long butt. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. This is, she, she's furiously over here making a grocery list, Rocco. She's like, what is low fiber? What? A, wow. But I listened to you. I listened to the replay. You're worried because you booked 8 a.m. And you're like, yes, it's going to be great. But it really means you need to get up at 4 a.m. And drink that magic juice, the Correct. last of the juice. I'm like, What? And then you have to just chug the whole thing? like I did mine first thing in the morning. You just get it over with. Yeah. You want to be able to get out of there at 9 or 10 in the morning and Well, this will be good because I believe mine's later in the day, so we'll compare notes. Mm. Yeah, good. and we'll share. We'll do it as a public service to yeah, our really listeners. Is. In the file. You hear that? The okay. FCC? Hope you're listening. Yeah. Public service. There you go. Uh, what were we supposed to talk about here? Oh, did you watch Hocus Pocus too? Yeah, it was great. That, that's what um, Steve said, too. He really liked it. I, I heard that uh, some people were worried that you weren't going to have enough of the Sanderson sisters in the second one to keep the audience happy. Because, I mean, let's be honest, like they're a huge part of the reason the movie has such a the original has such a cult following and people who just absolutely love it. And so the worry going into it was were there. Uh, you know, presence was their presence going to be big enough to keep the audience happy? Were you going to get enough of that, what they bring to the screen, in you know, in order to keep you happy? And apparently, I think a lot of people were pretty happy with it. Um, I liked it. Did you not see it yet? I have not seen the first one. Oh my! So I didn't watch the second one. Gracious! Really? Great balls of fire, Donna. Okay, all right. Forget the Harrigan's phone. Start watching Hocus Hocus Pocus. Um. Anyway, but uh, so Whoopi Goldberg. Um, was talking with Kathy and Jimmy, who, of course, is the the witch that famously rides the 
vacuum in the first movie mm. and then rides some Roombas in the, in the second. Oh my God, it's hilarious. It's really funny, actually. Is it? Um, she rides a Roomba? Well, right, and that's the thing is because Kathy and Jimmy's just amazing. I had the opportunity to meet her once. She is, she was an incredible human being, but also she's hilarious. And in the first one, you know, they're they're leaving the house and she grabs like the vacuum cleaner and that was just great. You know, the CGI is so horrible because it was whatever year it was, 93 or something. Um, and in this one, they there's a lot of little gold nuggets hidden, hidden in there to make you kind of think back to the original and laugh. And yeah, she comes out of like a Walgreens or something, and they both they all leave on the brooms, and then she's like, "There's no broom," and then she puts one foot on a two Roombas, one on each Roomba. Oh my god, and she so starts fun. Flying. It was just funny. But anyway, Whoopi Goldberg was talking about it because the movie's got a, a good review. We're talking about it. We're pretty happy, and. Um, you know, she was kind of hinting that, well, now that this Hocus Pocus 2 has done so well and people have an appetite for, like, a sequel, uh, she's kind of making it seem like maybe we might see a Sister Act 3. Oh, really? Yes, because it might be, you know, maybe it'll be in the cards. There's a Love little, it. There's all this buzz, and they're thinking there might be, um, you know, some appetite for maybe a, a, a reboot, a, a third Sister Act to kind of bring back some of that nostalgia because that movie's also got a good following. I don't remember the first one. You don't like what is it about like a choir or something? No, Whoopi Goldberg uh, is a witness to a crime. Uh, She's like a lounge singer or something, real, you know, and uh, in a casino or something, you know, not not a not a job that would mesh well with a convent, right? And she witnesses like a crime or somebody shoots somebody, and then she goes into witness protection, and the cop puts her in. This oh, convent to oh, hide that's out, right. okay, and like she does not fit in. She doesn't, she, you know. She's, Got it. She's like showing up in her sequins and her big hair and her attitude. And, now you I know, remember. And all the nuns are like, ooh, 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 you know, whatever. That's my professional summary of the Thank original you. Sister Act. Um, yeah, so maybe they'll. Go, what people say, hey, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a third. We'll see. Okay. Nothing formal out there yet, but she's floating this weather balloon out there, and I would love it personally. Um, did I tell, did you hear that story about Whoopi Goldberg is in that movie Till that we were talking about? Um, and she was being criticized because her fat suit was distracting. Oh. Guess who wasn't wearing a fat suit? <gasps> oh, mm, no. I know. I know. No, people, no. Yeah, not good. Well, yeah. All right. So that was just her body. Yeah. She was on steroids. She was taking steroid oh, yeah. under For, steroid treatment because she had pneumonia like or prednisone something. or something. Yeah, yes. Exactly. But yes. That's, oh my goodness, that stuff can really mess with your body. Exactly. Yeah, it makes you gain weight and retain water and all those fun things. And look puffy and all that. Yeah. yeah. So funny. anyway. Oh, come on. Um, all right, I got to tell you this story. Um, way back in the pre-COVID days, Tom Cruise was talking about making a movie in outer space. <laughs> And it finally looks like it might be happening. He is in talks with Universal to do a movie on the International Space Station. And it could involve his craziest stunt yet. Universal chairman Donna Langley says she hopes that he will become the first civilian to do a spacewalk outside of the space station. There's not a lot of information on that whole thing at this uh, at this point. We don't know what the plot is, but his character will head up to the space station to, quote unquote, save the day. Your thoughts? I, I think this is dumb. You do? Totally. Oh. Because, first of all, and I know we don't have a ton of time here, but what, what in the world is if 
if this movie is done properly, right? Yes. And they, they, why make it so hard and actually go to space? There have been so many movies where they've recreated space station-like environments in, like, a film set or right. whatever, and they create the, somehow they do the gravity thing or whatever, right. or on a plane. I don't know how they do it, but... Right. Like, what? Why would this be so? It just seems like so completely unnecessary, unnecessarily like difficult. And if it's shot, it's going to look just like a soundstage if they do it nicely. Good point. So what the heck? I just, don't know. <laughs> sorry. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm strong feelings. <laughs> just, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> Um, also, isn't there real work that happens on the space station? Like, yes. aren't there going to be like, excuse me, a movie set coming through? And they're yeah, like, like oh, excuse me, I'm trying I'm to doing my experiments. Here. Right. I've got cells under this microscope. Yeah, right I'm a now. real astronaut. Who are you? Right. <laughs> anyway, oh, whatever. That seems silly. All right. Well, we got to go. Mm. Um, before we do, though. Yeah. We, we have a gift for our listeners. Caller. Four mm-hmm. right now, 651-641-1071. We are going to hook you up with a pair of tickets to see Marin Morris uh, at the Armory on Friday, October 21st. Make sure you can go, okay? Mm. Uh, 651-641-1071. And good luck. When we come back, uh, how about a study? A study figured out why shower thoughts happened. Oh. That is coming up next <laughs> on My Talk 1071. We had a winner. Her name was Pam. Go, Pam. Go, Pam. Pam, you, Go would, Pam. you would love Pam. You know why? I was like, hey, we're going to get these tickets. You can use your phone to get into the armory. Nice. She does not own a cell phone. Oh, oh Pam. She's That's just awesome. like, you know, if you need to find me, you know how to find me. That's amazing. I love that. If somebody else, somebody famous, can't remember who it was, did not have a cell phone and says, don't want one, don't need one. If yeah. you, need, you know, same thing. You know where to find me. Yeah. Love that. I think it's a little easier when you're like a big celeb and you've got an agent and like a staff. Correct. And a, but like it's it's a little more difficult when it's you going cell phoneless and you know this day and age. Correct. As a, a layperson. You're right. Whatever. Congratulations, Pam. Uh, we'll have a pair of tickets to give away every day this week. So keep on listening. Okay. Okay. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hello. Drop some knowledge, Donna. All right, here it comes, Maddie B. Hmm. Have you ever had like a eureka moment while taking a shower? Like you figured something out or came up with a great idea? All the time. Are you guys being serious? No, No, all the time. Okay. Well, a new study pinpointed why those shower thoughts happen. Uh, Researchers at the University of Virginia found that we tend to be more creative when our mind wanders, Mm. but it can't wander too much. So something like showering is perfect because it's a fairly mindless activity, but not totally brainless. Mm. So an extreme example would be watching paint dry. (laughs) They say something like that is too boring to spark creativity, but everyday tasks like showering, going for a walk or cardio. I said, I, this always happens to me when I'm running on the, at the, on the treadmill at the gym, I get my best ideas. Your mind wanders the perfect amount in those circumstances. Now they didn't actually test it by making people shower, for some reason, they made them watch the diner scene from When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> wow. Um, they asked people to come with I- up with ideas for how to use a brick and a paper clip and then had them watch three-minute videos while they brainstormed. 
One was the dinner clip, which was categorized as moderately engaging. Mm. The other was a boring clip of two guys folding laundry. (laughs) And they found that the people came up with the most ideas while watching the movie clip. I want to know what the ideas are. Yeah, a brick and a paper clip? Yeah. Wow. We could probably find those around here. We could find a stray brick around this campus There's somewhere. a paper clip right yeah, there. We got, the, we got half of this, What we whatever we can do with it. Mm. I always thought, uh, Rocco, I always thought this was cruel that I would always get like this clarity, you know, because I'd always remember things I need to do or grab or whatever, you know, um, while I was showering. And it's I always thought it was kind of cruel because you're like in the middle of your shower. So you can't like go run and take care of it. You right. know what I mean? Right. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, I need to go do this. And then as soon as you get out of the shower, you forget it again. And then I don't know. It just huh. always seems to seems to come to me in the wrong time when I can't go accomplish what I'm remembering. Right. But. But now we know that's the way our brains work. We want to let it wander just a little bit. I wonder if it happens while sitting on the toilet. You're going to find out. (laughs) I sure am. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Okay, well, that's that's my study. And then I've got another study, actually, and it has to do with um, parents. The three months that are the hardest for parents. Was it the holidays? Um, It's not, actually. Oh. Um, or, they or say is it summer when they're out of school. <laughs> it, it well, it, a new survey. Says, let me try this again. Blah, 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 blah. A new survey uh, of parents says the most challenging month to get through is February, and mm. it must be really bad because it's the shortest month. And then January and March tied for the second worst, which means there must be something extra about all the winter months oh the dragging on part that's the part of winter where you're like when's it gonna end get out of here yeah it's too cold yeah and they too snowy. they weren't asked why but some of the possibilities are there's extra effort in keeping the kids uh dressed properly getting around to activities and winter weather mm-hmm. kids may be more likely to be stuck inside during those months kids may get more sick mm-hmm. parents may be operating with less time off that yeah. whole thing. So there is something to be said about that. Everything is harder when it's you're stuck cold somewhere and snowy and there's just, you know, Rocco, do you agree with that? Yeah. Which part? Uh, that those are the hardest months, February. And then I think you're right. You know, when you think January, March, for sure, especially being up here when we mm-hmm. just have to live indoors and can't have anything yes. fun. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, this was, this study was about parents, right? In particular, because, yes. you know, but I think just for everyone, my, the, the time where I get antsy is like late March or early April when it's still cold and you're like every, and other When's parts of the end? country are like having spring. Hi everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And like the advertisements have like tulips and bunny rabbits and it's like. And you're like. And um, here we are and it's still snowing. <laughs> yeah, it's like five degrees here and people yeah. are like, oh, it's beautiful that's today. And it's like me. up yours. That's hard for me. I know. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah, but we love it. I, I have made. <laughs> I am trying to. I'm going to try to do more outdoor activities this winter. winter. stuff? Oh. I think so. I think I am. Are you going to snowshoe? I might. Oh. I've tried it before. Do they do they really strap tennis rackets to their feet? Basically, is that, yeah. I mean, that's what it is, basically? Okay. Yeah. I always thought that was like a cartoon thing, but it's a real thing? I do own snowshoes, mm. but they're hanging on the wall at my cabin. Mm. You know, like TGI Fridays. Oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like decorations. Them. Correct. You know? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I've never used them, but oh. I've used a friend's. And I don't think I'm good at it because I fell down three times. Thank well. you. <laughs> Well, you're like a Canadian guy. Are were you outdoorsy? Did are you a big ice skater? Oh, I'm more of an indoor girl. <laughs> no, so no. Um, and uh, you're like you've never lived in Canada. You've just no, you have Canadian blood. I have. I just. I just happen to have the passport. Right. Yeah. No. I was right. Yes. So wait. No. Say more. You were born in Canada. Nope. <laughs> We've been over this like say so it many again. Times. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I probably like zoned out. Yeah. So, so I, you grew up in PA because my dad was Canadian at the time of my birth, and that he was born before a certain year. I think 1947. I think was the cutoff. Okay. Of, of my dad's birth year in Canada, they allowed. They changed it after, but they allowed your firstborn child. Or whatever, be. your or your children, even if they're born elsewhere, they are Canadian because does that make sense? Like because whatever. Yeah, and I, sure. And sure. I found out because I took that Facebook quiz one day on the train when everyone was joking about moving to Canada because somebody might become president or whatever, and um and I, I did the quiz and it's like you're probably Canadian and don't oh, even know. And then wow. I researched it and and did the whole thing and it took three years. Three years, a lot of paperwork, a lot of like proving documents and identities and copies of things. What and, is the benefit? Well, I got a certificate of citizenship to, of being Canadian, which I am, as well as a United States citizen. And then I was able to use that to apply for a Canadian passport. So far, I don't really uh, so have a benefit. benefit. I was going to say, is it healthcare? What? Well, what? no. I, I mean, I I don't use that. So I mean, but I could move to Canada and live there if I wanted to. Okay. I, and uh, and I could also go to like Cuba because I can use my Canadian passport to go to Cuba. I and, see. And y'all okay. can't go anymore they, for that brief little time. I thought we're allowed to now. Uh, I think it closed it again. I don't know. I, I feel like it was closed. Again. Well, you, I'm going to fact check that. I, well, whatever. Yeah, please. Do. I mean, I knew for the longest time you couldn't, but then yeah. when they opened it up, everybody was like, oh, I'm going to Cuba. I'm going to Cuba. Mm hmm. You think no? Oh, yeah, I think I I vaguely remember it going away then. Mm, I don't believe you. Okay, all right. Well, that's I fine. choose not to believe you because Rocco is fact checking. Yeah, you no, right and now. I appreciate Rocco a lot because he does that. Thank you. And much like my wandering mind, sometimes I just I wander verbally. Can, all right. a, can Americans visit Cuba? All right, you check that out. I'm going to tell people about <laughs> listener rewards this month. Uh, you can win an advanced screening uh, movie pass to which passes to Ticket to Paradise. That's exciting. Plus, we've got gift cards to Michael's, Crispin Green, all sorts of stuff. So check out listener rewards on the app or at mytalk1071.com.
Com. Uh, we will be right back with things that are uh, cooler in movies than in real life. Hey, what's up? It's Steve for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Now playing on the main stage, Footloose. Tell you what, here's a reason to love Chanhassen. Footloose, yes, it's got high-energy dancing, catchy 80s hits, but it's also a story, right? It's about grief, taking a stand for what you believe in, and new relationships. And, of course, all of that 80s hair. Hey, Chanhassen also has an amazing concert series with a variety of tributes. Don't miss the once in a lifetime presentation and concert about the popular 60s band The Lovin' Spoonful with current drummer Mike Arturi. The fabulous Armadillos return to the fireside with What's Going On, the songs of the Vietnam War era, a fan favorite for sure. And just in time for Halloween, Johnny James and the Hall of Fames perform Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety. You just gotta be there. Hey, you want to impress a client or the in-laws? How about Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret that got you covered? Dinner and a show, clean humor every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets, just 28 bucks. For tickets and more information, visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Calling all grown-ups. Let us take a look at the Ken Barlow 5 Eyewitness News Weather Center forecast. Sunny and warmer today, up to 72, down to 56 tonight. Tomorrow, windy and warm, partial sunshine with showers and thunderstorms possible towards evening. High of 80. Enjoy that. It's not going to get up to be uh, that high the rest of the week. So, Up to 80 tomorrow, wow. down to 51. Right now it's 59 and sunny. I just turned the heat on, too. Mm, yeah, 80 tomorrow. Wow, crazy. Who knew? Right? It was like 32 up at the cabin yeah. yesterday. Believe me. This is Minnesota. Like, this is Minnesota. They just mess with our head. Encapsulated you know? in a week, man. It's like 29 degrees up north. This morning, and then it's going to be 80 tomorrow, and then it's back down to the 50s, and this is just the way that it is. I can't take it anymore. Oh. So, my Cuba stuff, real quick. Yep. Real quick. Ready. Unless Rocco... I did a little research, too. I found it a little confusing, but let's compare notes. Well, it's I'm on the Department of State's website, uh, and it says that travel to Cuba for tourist activities remains prohibited. So, you have to have one of these, like, 12 special reasons to go if you're an oh, American. Right. And some of them are tourism. Like, let's say you're going to see a public performance, or you're going for, like, mm-hmm. religious or educational tourism. But oh. you can't just go without a reason. And no. I read your credit cards won't work and ATMs won't. <gasps> That's a thing because yes, you what can, are we, what's that mean? They, they, they just don't talk. Like Cuba does not talk to the United States. So like you got your Amex or your Visa or everywhere in the world what do you, you want to be. You got yes. Um, and I made a Bring mistake a done it. because when it was, oh God, she would stop the whole Malcon, the big old line. Do you remember travelers' checks? Yeah. Oh yeah. But they don't. It's fascinating because you. They just. It's like your money doesn't even exist there. So how do you pay for this? So first you have to when you when you get off. Well, I actually airport, went to Cuba. You go and do on the a, exchange on a cruise on a cruise ship for the oh. for the brief window that it was open to like cruise ships and stuff. I went and um and I may and I I should have taken. I I saw this and I didn't listen. I should have taken Canadian dollars instead of U.S. dollars. Oh. Because the the exchange rate it was way more favorable for Canadian dollars than U.S. Oh, dollars. But when I you see. but when you you go and you present your money and they they give you um, tourist dollars because they use two different types of, of currency there. So there's like money that the tourists use, la 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 la. But then there's like the local. 
Cuban money that okay. they used for like you know everyday living. Anyway, it's very odd. But um, uh, I, I ran out of the money. Like I didn't know how much stuff was going to cost, and like we ran out of money. And they they won't take your visa. They don't care who you are. Like so, it, what did you do? Well, we just we well, got just, back on the boat. We just got back on the boat. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we're done. Oh, but okay. it, it's it is fascinating, and what a weird feeling it is. You can't go into a bank. You can't withdraw any money. You're just you're. you're That's bizarre. It is. It's it's it is strange. So anyway, wow. Whatever. Thanks for the education. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. It is what it is. I have a list here of uh, things that are cooler in movies than in real life. Oh. Cuba? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll never know. know. Uh, sex on the beach. The, yeah. the drink or the actual? No, the actual, the actual activity. Got it. Lots of sand oh, man. everywhere. It looked, it looks really romantic it's when you see it. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Uh, how about laying on the grass? Yeah, it's there's itchy, bugs and things, and it's, it's know, wet. I used to love walking barefoot in the grass when I was a kid. Yeah, I still do that. I don't. I'm afraid there's going to be bees. I'm going to step on a bee or a worm or a slug or a yeah. snake or something. Yeah, I work outside barefoot sometimes in the summer, like yard work and things. Like I'll just, just yeah. in our own little backyard. Yeah, because I, you know, whatever. All right. Sometimes. I never do. You're never you cover them up always. every time. Always use foot protection. Yep, always got it. Um, flying in a helicopter, it's not a smooth ride. There's a constant vibration, and you have to wear ear protection because it's so loud. Yeah, so that's cooler in the movies than yeah. in real life. Like when they romantically get swept, they do that on like The Bachelor. Yes, the, like the helicopter comes and picks them up and takes them to the mansion or something. And yeah. right, right. It's There's like, a lot okay. of G forces in. I was a helicopter reporter for a little bit in Pittsburgh. Really? So uh, a couple times it went up in the chopper and would like do spot news that's happening around town and be like, sure. like an accident or something. And y- like, yeah, like when the guy's coming down and I mean, you can, you, your tummy does flips. Yeah. You know? I've, I've actually taken a few rides in a helicopter yeah. and I, I'm not, I don't know why I'm not afraid for whatever reason. We in New York, there was a woman who was, a traffic reporter yeah. who whose plane I'm sorry whose helicopter Crash. crashed while she was live on the air. Aye, aye, aye. I mean it was just this horrifying thing and you would think that that would you know deter me from getting I, in a helicopter. I think in those moments I don't know what you do but I just go all right well this is what I'm doing and you know I'm just this is what I'm doing you know and if yeah. this, if this is how life is this go, how I, this is how it ends this, this is, is how, how it ends, ends. you kind of have to do that. You just have to mentally you know, figure out how you're going to approach it. Right. Also, things that are cooler in movies than real life, being pursued by someone you're not interested in. Like romantically. I mean, right. It's not that's, really that's a, funny and it's yeah, not no. romantic. It's harassment Hello. and stalking. Yeah, that's <laughs> needs to get up to with the times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, how about riding a motorcycle without a helmet, eye protection, or a jacket? The wind sucks. And so do bugs hitting your face yeah. in reality. That's yeah. how it works. And it's cold. I mean, you need like, it can be cold right. too on your gloves and your hands and things. Totally. Mm, you need gloves. Um, and like you need to wear heavy pants. Mm, like jeans or at or least jeans. chaps. Ch- <laughs> oh no, is chaps a thing for motorcycles? <laughs> no, don't they have like leather like chaps? Yeah. With the, with the Am little... I crazy or is that You're just a horse crazy. thing? Just a little, and then it's open here. Yeah. <laughs> Right? In case I don't. All right. I don't. I love you, Don. I love you more. Did you just call me Don? Dona. 
Thank you. Uh, how about preparing a giant breakfast for your partner before work? I always wonder about this one. Like, wait, good morning. And then they all sit down and have pancakes. Ain't nobody doing that before work. Right. Because, you know, if y'all or go school, y'all go leave. And then all them dirty, nasty, smelly bacon grease dishes are all just sitting there stanking up your house all exactly. day. Exactly. Because you know you didn't have time to clean it up before you left. Correct. It ain't cute. No. Nobody's doing it. Guess here's what? your Cheerios. Your, here's your Pop-Tart. See you later <laughs> on. That's how it works. I wonder if Pop-Tarts are low fiber. Maybe you can have those. Oh, thank you. Oh, I bet I can. Check the box. I'm going to put Pop-Tarts on the list. It's going to be the longest grocery store trip, by the way, you've ever done, because you're going to be like looking at every label. Do you want to hear what I have on my list right now? We should finish the current list, <laughs> okay. and then we'll go to your low-fiber The final list. thing is uh, showering together. Too yeah. slippery, not enough room. You need a better shower. You need a bigger shower. We're going to need a bigger shower. Okay. So. But, you, but while you're in there, you guys are going to get some great ideas. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, baby. Hey. Um, okay. So here's what's on my list. <laughs> We're literally talking about Donna's Most things, low food, fiber food options for your colonoscopy you know prep. This is educational because I didn't know that. I mean, first of all, these are things that I mostly would never eat. Yeah. White bread, pasta. Lots of potatoes, bananas, cheese, mm-hmm. cottage cheese, ham, <laughs> yeah. yellow Gatorade, more clear, <laughs> broth. I'm gonna tell you, Sherber. I I don't. I still don't want green Jello because I because for dinner that night before or whatever. I was like, or, yeah, I think it was the night before, right? Yeah, I was doing the Jello thing, and then I, I was alternating between Jello cups and chicken broth. Oh what a God, combo! So gross. I still don't want anything to do with green or orange Jello. I totally, <laughs> I still totally can't even think about you. it. Actually, Ugh. you know, how, like you get if you overindulge on a certain liquor, and then yes, the, like, and you're like, I'll never drink that and you're again. Like, I'm never having whatever. blackberry brandy <laughs> ever again. Yes, <laughs> who drinks gross, <laughs> nasty? <laughs> I'm not, I could just I way overdid the peach schnapps. <laughs> oh my gosh, Matt! Why? Uh, Where are we? What's t- happening? Tell me again why you had to have a colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, I have a super. Thank you. Um, this is good. I have a super duper family history, and I was talking with my doctor about some other like tummy pro- problems I was having. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and I and and in the course of that conversation she was like, "Oh." And then she asked about my family history and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you know my grandpa died from colon cancer mm. and my mom has a bunch of polyps and this and the other thing." And so in telling this woman my story and my family structure and situation, she's like, "You I'm 38." Um and I had my first one this year, and their recommendation, I think it's every two or three, I can't remember right now, they'll remind me, I'm sure, but I they want me to have a preventative screening every two or three, I can't remember, years, Wow. Um, because of my family history being so... Got and it. normally, I don't think people start until 45, I think that's the year, so I'm like super early in the process, but... It's warranted because of your... So the moral of the story is know your family history. Right. And you might need to start earlier than 45. Well, they had um, told me, this is, you know, but Dr. Talk, thanks for joining us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They had said for me that first relatives, you know, immediate relatives, you should tell to get screened at an earlier time. Mm -hmm. And it's getting earlier and earlier, I do know. um, Yeah. 
I know that the doctors have noted that they have seen colon cancer, but also just polyps developing and things. I don't know what the, what's causing it, but way earlier in people's lives, it's happening. Wow! Like, pe- people who are younger than ever before are becoming diagnosed with colon cancer. So, and it's and here's the thing: it's totally preventable. Yeah, is it a little weird? You got to drink your magic juice, and you know, no, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, to if talk you just keep going that. back and getting them removed, it's, you'll you can never get it. colon cancer right. if you if you stick to that, you know, or or it'll be caught very very early. Right. So so the the moral of the story for the fifth time, I don't, I keep repeating that, is just is you know stay on top of it and and make yes. it a priority, like you are, Donna. Right, and don't forget it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so oh. make sure you get your mammogram yeah. as well. Uh, one final thing to tell you about, and then we'll. Discuss Discuss our apple and our onion and find out what today's soup is. Mm. Um, My Talk 1071, proud media partner of Twin Cities Film Fest. It's going to feature over 140 films, both in person and online, from October 20th through the 29th. And this year's Code Red series will focus on climate change and the small actions we can take together to make a big impact. So you could find out more about that at TwinCitiesFilmFest.com. Thank cool. you. Um, when we come back, oh, let's talk about this Corgi parade. Oh, this was really sweet for the Queen over oh, the weekend. I want to yeah. hear all about that in the final stretch of the show, which is next on My Talk 1071. Hey. Hey. Final stretch of the show. Ooh, we are unstoppable today. The Donna and Steve show without Steve. That is Matt Belanger. Hi, everybody. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us today Honestly, and tomorrow and Wednesday and, after and Thursday that and, and you know, all the way pretty much the end of the month. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But I Donna, think, you did watch Steve's me. show, right? I did. It was great. How can I watch that? Where's it on? 45. 45. But you, Donna, I noticed you watched it through your, you know, cable provider on the computer screen. I did. I was so, so impressed by you. I just went to Comcast.net oh. and then I hit the TV button and I had recorded it. I believe so. My computer (laughs) and my TV are synced up, so I was able to watch a DVR. I think. I think that's how I watched it. But anyway, it's really good, you guys. It's it's a really good show. Does it make you? Does it? It's not bad stuff, right? Nope. It's not bad stuff caught on camera. So this is family friendly. Absolutely. Steve watched it with his whole family. They did a test run and they loved it. Awesome. So. Super cute when you get a chance to watch it. It's called Ring Nation. All right. I love right. it on 45 TV. Um, 45. Listen, so talking about adorable. Mm. Sad, but adorable. I so want to know it, about this. I know. And look at this little boy with the bow tie on. And by little boy, I mean little oh dog. Oh, my God. Are they cute? I know, right? So cute. So in London, outside of Buckingham Palace, Aww. over the weekend, tons and tons and tons of people brought their corgis together and they had like a parade of oh um, of corgi owners just a huge crowd out there over the weekend just in her honor i mean you know she has she owned something like 30 corgis over her lifetime oh my god I mean, she reigned you know what 70 years or so, so that oh that, yeah that when she was a young time. Uh, even when she was a kid, I yeah. believe she had corgis. It was a dog. It was her dog of choice. She loved the breed, um, the Pembroke Welsh and and cardigans too. Um, and what's funny is we had the video this morning of all <laughs> these all these dogs and their owners kind of oh outside of Buckingham Palace. And but what's funny is you notice is that uh, my corgis, Fisher and Finley, they don't have their tails. Their tails are docked off. Oh, right? gotcha. And, but but in the UK, uh, a lot of times. 
they leave the long tails on there. So they kind of look a little different different with the tail, you know? Uh, But yeah, ours are more like that sausage shape without the tail. It is really funny when you only have like a nubby tail on a dog. And then I got this lab shepherd mix and his tail is so long. And I'm like, it's going to be weird having a dog with this long tail. Yeah. Yeah, see, there's but, there's one with a tail. It yeah. Just, it's, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah you've got I got him up. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I just thought it was really nice. Kind of in honor of the queen and just a... Sweet. And I, I loved... I, I, I almost cried. I felt like such a weirdo. But I was like... When I saw on Facebook, the like, the royal handlers with their... Right after she died, and they had the corgis oh, outside know, on the leash waiting for her I, to come. Oh, and, oh my God. It's like somebody's got to explain to the babies what's going on. I know. It's so sweet. Oh, I was a big softy. I was too. Yeah. That was really heartbreaking. And it isn't um, huh. Andrew and Fergie taking the dogs? I believe Andrew oh, is, really? gets... Yeah. I wondered what was going to happen to yeah, them, I think so. There's only son. a couple left. She stopped buying them like later in life, you know. Or not buying them, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what Having them. Um... I don't know, maybe All she right. bought them somewhere. Hey, uh, what what happens now? I'm scared. Okay, so <laughs> we want to know what was your apple and what was your onion today? Your apple is your highlight. Your onion is your low light. Can you go first while I think about it? Okay, so my apple... Mm. Mm, I need a good example here. My apple was giving away Marin Morris tickets. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. My apple and was... My, oh, go ahead. Okay, okay, go ahead. My apple was winning the College I, I of Culture Knowledge. Booyah! And my onion was uh, that stupid Madonna story, because I don't believe <laughs> The fake it. coming out video yes. TikTok nightmare. Yes. I um, just, I don't know. I I hope she's mm. not up to no good. I think my my onion has to be this Miss USA pageant. Good one. Claims. It's just like, all, everything about that just makes me go... Good one. But we got to talk about it because, you know, it's everything entertainment. We don't hold anything back. That's right, buddy boo. Hey, uh, Rocco. Yo. How about you? I think my Apple was talking to Pam, the winner of the Marion Morris tickets, and finding out she doesn't own a cell phone. That's amazing. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Onion, you know, just being back to work after spending, you know, four days in the wilderness. Wrong answer. How the whole was three the, hours. Oh my gosh. Yes. How was the... It uh, was so much. Uh, it was, you know, how I, I went to the Boundary Waters a few weeks ago with my buddies and it rained for like 36 hours and it sucked. Oh, man. This trip was not that. Yes, it was cold, but it, we got all the fall colors. We got oh, so the nice. full moon. We got the sunsets. Oh. We got the starry skies. We saw like Saturn and Mars and Jupiter wow. in the sky. It was it was epic. Got to spend time with my, you know, dad, the butt doctor. And oh, <laughs> I recorded a segment with him that we're going to be maybe bringing. You did not. We'll do next month, maybe when Steve's back. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's my, that was, you know, it's hard for me to be back. It was a beautiful weekend. I hope you can get out and see the fall colors like mm-hmm. we did because they're very nice. Yeah. Very pretty. And we're getting close to peakage, you know, in, in the, in the you know, mid-state here in in the Twin Cities Metro and so yes, forth. Yes, so it's very pretty. We are right about that time. You're going to want to venture out. Gorgeous. Uh, okay, it is time to find out oh. what today's soup is. Come down for moose soup after. All right. <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh, gross. You going to do the talking, Donna? Sure. Are okay. we going to Alice right now? I think so, or Amy. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ding, dang, diggly do. Good morning, friend. Hi, Alice. It's Donna Valentine Hi. and Matt Belanger hey, girl. and Hi. Rocco. Hi. Hey, hey y'all. Can you put us through to the cafeteria? 
Yes, I can transfer you. Thank you. Bye. You're a big star, Alice. Okay, let's see. If I Brian... love that Alice. She's my favorite. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna get her an intro. Go ask she's Alice. My, she's my favorite. She's she great. Ain't got time yeah, for nothing. Serious friend. Brian. <laughs> Hi. Hi. It's Hi, Donna honey. and Matt Belanger. Oh. And Rocco. <laughs> Rocco's here too. Hey. Guess why we're calling. You need to know the soup. Yes, please say split pea. Today's soup is indeed split pea. <gasps> what? Yes! Let's go down there. Let's just end the show. All right, right we're now. gonna end the show, Brian. We'll right, see you well, in a few minutes. Thank goodbye. you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. That's amazing okay. that you do that every day. <laughs> we should take <laughs> bets. Stupid is that? It's the stupidest thing yes. ever. <laughs> do, do we have an intro for that, Rocco? Oh. Uh, well, we have the one that Brian Stanley made. Uh, what's in his bisque? Can we That's play where it? it is. It's oh, in yeah. his bisque. It'll take me a second. That's but right. sure. Why not? I, and say. I think this go ask Alice. Saying first yeah. of all, she's an amazing person. Is like, she? I love I don't her. Know we her talk very all well. the time. She's oh, here in the early mornings. Sweet. And she ain't got no time for anybody's BS. And she just kind of tells it like it is. Love and it. so she would be very good. She is an she is a star waiting to be discovered. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna get an uh, a Go Ask Alice <laughs> intro for her. Yep. And I know, it's the stupidest thing we've ever done. It really is. I think this is great. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. they have soup every day down there. That seems like... Well, now they have to. Well, I guess, and we get into the no. colder months. Right. Oh, and that chili. We could be done with the chili. No, Pete, no, it has a huge cult following. It does. Very, very... You're people right. get passionate about the chili down they there. They really do. That's the only thing I don't <sighs> think they make in-house. Oh yeah, it's from it's it's yeah. That was interesting. Bought. He brought that yeah. up. He makes yeah. everything here except our chili. Yeah, yeah, people do love it. Though. And that chili gets you know you got to. What does that the say bottom. about Brian? Then you got to scrape the bottom yeah. of the bowl by you know twelve fifteen. I don't think mm-hmm. this fits my low um, fiber guidelines. Oh, just go have a bowl of the soup and start later. I'm going to anyway. Who's buying? Mm, not me. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I'll be here. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're can have I so do much fun? Can I do anything better, Donna? Do you need any? What can I bring to um, the table that I'm not bringing already? No, as you're I feel a little loud, Steve? but that's <laughs> all right. That's my brand. <laughs> loud and dramatic. Like, I almost wonder if your headphones are too low. Probably. Am I screaming? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> We don't need Amy to call me and tell me to tone it down I'm again. just telling you that because of Amy. I don't really care. Rain no, I love you. You're Rain perfect, Matt. All right, I'll try to be... A, I don't mean, I might not talk about trees as much as he does, but, you know, I'll try to I'll try to fill you the did. You the did talk about trees, though, today. A, but a respectable amount. Here's what I need from you. What do you need? I'm really just kidding about the loud thing, okay. even though it's true. Okay. I mean, it's true, but I'm kidding. Um, I need you to watch our movie. I know. I'm sorry. You need to watch it. Can we have a poster the, can now. Can you send me the thing that I can do the thing to watch it? I will send you the I, thing to do the thing to watch it. My talkers say that it's it's like you're getting a lot of positive ratings. We People are, are loving you too. I saw part of it. I saw Steve in the kitchen with the juicer and the don't put the baby carrot in the corner or whatever he said. So I can, I, I do need to see you. Though. Yes, everybody has to say that in their film, and the just so you know. And, and there has to be a creepy doll in yeah. everybody's film, it's and it's just best. fun to see how creative people got with that. I'm so watch it tonight. Thank you. How long is it? Ten minutes? Yeah, okay. I would say ten, right, Rocco? It's exactly eleven with the credits. And hmm. Rocco is, and you have to watch till the very end of the credits <laughs> okay. because there is a song. And Rocco is 
very front and center in this movie, too. Why, thank you. Well, well I, I think that's you. a good thing, right? He's yes. a stud. Yes. Why wouldn't he be? Let's go get soup. Yes, but oh, right. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, you guys. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. We yeah. appreciate you. See you tomorrow. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.